This video is brought to you by Skillshare. Today, Ukraine is sent more weapons. Thousands of Armenians flee Nagorno-Karabakh, and the US recognizes two Pacific Island nations as independent countries. From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Tuesday, the 26th of September, 2023. It's today been revealed that Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky may finally be receiving the long-range weapons that he's been pleading for, the MGM-140 ATACMS missiles. These American-made missiles are the third long-range weapon that Ukraine will receive from the West, and in many ways can be seen as the best. Unlike other long-range missiles, it can be launched from the ground and is very quick. The British Storm Shadow missiles take 15 minutes to cover only about 190 miles. The ACMS missiles take only 5 minutes to cover the same distance. Now, it's worth noting here that while President Biden has indicated that he's willing to provide these missiles to Ukraine, it's not yet clear exactly how many will be given. In fact, it's been indicated that President Biden is only willing to send a small number of missiles so far. Moreover, it's worth pointing out that there are multiple variants of the ATACMS missiles. The M57 missile is the only one that's still serviceable. The M48 and M39 variants are currently considered unserviceable. However, the US could decide to refurbish these M48 and M39 variants if they decide. Now, if they decided to do so, this could be quite significant. The M39 actually has some unique features over the other variants. Most significantly, it delivers a 500-pound cluster munition warhead, which disperses 300 bomblets over a wide area. This would be very useful for the Ukrainian efforts in Crimea. The M48 variant is very similar to the M57, it's just slightly less accurate. Irrespective though, if the US did decide to send any of these variants to Ukraine, it would mark a massive step forward for the Ukrainian war effort and their ability to strike back against Russian targets. It would additionally encourage other Western nations to send similar long-range missiles to Ukraine. The German Chancellor Olaf Scholz is currently resisting sending KEPD-350 Taurus cruise missiles, as he's concerned about a potential escalation. The US sending them first would likely help Schultz put his mind at rest about sending them. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine, or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Days after Azerbaijan's seizure of Nagorno-Karabakh last week, thousands of ethnic Armenians are fleeing the disputed region, with Armenia's Prime Minister warning of an ethnic cleansing in the region. More than 13,000 people have crossed into Armenia from Nagorno-Karabakh, which is internationally recognised as part of Azerbaijan, but is mostly made up of ethnic Armenians. Last week, Azerbaijan launched a military offensive that lasted around 24 hours and saw it take control of the enclave following a ceasefire in which the separatists agreed to disarm. The leadership of the breakaway region told Reuters that the vast majority of ethnic Armenians in the region would prefer to leave than live as part of Azerbaijan, despite Azerbaijan saying it wants to reintegrate them as equal citizens. High-level representatives from Armenia and Azerbaijan will meet in Brussels for talks chaired by European Council President Charles Michel, ahead of a meeting next month between the leaders of the two countries, which will likely be tense.
Adding to the anguish, despite the exodus of Armenians late on Monday, an explosion at a fuel depot in Nagorno-Karabakh's de facto capital killed at least 20 people and injured nearly 300. Mali's ruling military junta has yet again delayed long-promised elections, citing technical reasons relating to the adoption of a new constitution, a review of electoral laws, and a dispute with a French firm over a census database. Mali has experienced two military coups in the past few years, one in August 2020 and another in May 2021. The military authorities had promised an eventual transition back to democracy, but this has been subject to repeated delays and postponement. The West African country had been expected to hold elections on February 4, 2024, with a second round two weeks later, which was already two years later than the timetable initially agreed upon. A government spokesperson said that the February elections would be slightly postponed, adding that the new dates for the presidential election will be communicated later, and that the parliamentary elections that had been due this year will be held after the presidential election under the directives of the new president. There's not yet been a response from the West African regional body ECOWAS, which has been at the head of difficult negotiations with regional coup leaders over timetables for transitioning back to democratic civilian rule. The US has recognised as sovereign and independent states two Pacific island nations, Niue and the Cook Islands, in a move aimed at strengthening the US's position in the region and countering Chinese influence. The announcement was made at the beginning of the US Pacific Island Forum Summit at the White House, the second such summit in just over a year. Niue and the Cook Islands are self-governing states in a free association with New Zealand, meaning defence, security and foreign affairs assistance can be provided by New Zealand if requested by the island governments. The US has its own similar compacts of free association with three Pacific Island countries, Micronesia, the Marshall Islands and Palau. While only having a combined population of less than 20,000, the Cook Islands and Niue have a large exclusive economic zone in the region, with the Cook Islands alone having just under 2 million square kilometres of EEZ. As part of the initiative, the US plans to provide an additional $200 million in funding for projects addressing climate change, legal fishing and improving public health in the region. It's seen as a move to counter China's growing influence in the region, with China signing a security pact with the Solomon Islands just last year and setting off a scramble for influence in the region, something we cover in a recent TLDR Global video. In the final uplifting story today, we discuss rhino populations. It's been reported recently that rhino numbers have actually increased to 27,000, despite ongoing issues with poaching and habitat loss. In 2021, there were 26,272 rhinos. In the late 20th century, there were around half a million rhinos across Africa and Asia, but their populations have been declining quite significantly. Speaking about this update, Dr Michael Knight, chair of the IUCN Rhino Group, said, With this good news, we can take a sigh of relief for the first time in a decade. 
Things are expected to change with a story like this, so make sure you stay on top of updates. That way you know what's going on, and let's be honest, it always feels great to stay on top of things. Even within TLDR, a few of us have been brushing up our InDesign skills in order to create the newspaper we're currently working on. It turns out that making a professional looking newspaper is pretty difficult, so we headed to Skillshare to take their course on the topic. Unlike when I tried to learn InDesign for another never-released project a few years ago, this time I was guided through the process quickly and effectively, and this time the project will actually see the light of day thanks to Skillshare's incredibly easy-to-follow guides. It's not just that either, you likely already knew Skillshare for classes on things like photography, editing and illustration, but Skillshare also has hundreds of career-focused classes too. We all know at this stage that traditional jobs aren't one size fits all. I mean, I finished university and came straight into a job at a YouTube channel. That's not necessarily the path that you want to take, but the courses on Skillshare can help you design a career to fit you. There's courses on everything from how to start a business to maximizing your workflow or how to grow in e-commerce. Another course that Jack's actually taking to help with the newspaper project. And if you use our link, you can get access to all of that for free. That's right, the first 1,000 people to use the link will get a one-month free trial of Skillshare. Scarlett, keep this, put this at the end of the, the briefing. Huh? I was saying Scarlett, put this at the end of the briefing. <laughs> Let them all guess what the wood's for. Bye!